Hello and welcome to Roma Happens Podcast, a show where we talk about uh, betraying Roma. I have betrayed Roma personally numerous times this this uh, last week, this season. Um, most of our players betray Roma when we play against Sassuolo, apparently. And um, I'm, I'm Greaves. I'm joined by Charizard's Rage, or Charizard, or Carlozard. He betrayed Roma fans um, last week when he inexcusably um, used a, 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 a an accent that uh, we received a lot of fan mail about. People were up in arms, hundreds of emails threatening to um, to teach us about Cinco de Mayo. Um, you used your bot farm to write those, you bastard. <laughs> Maybe. So I betrayed you, you're saying. All right. I'm hurt. You're not getting a Christmas card this year. It's it's a long way till Christmas. It's fine. I'm 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 not concerned that you'll forget. I want a pony. <laughs> so uh, this is a Roma podcast. We talk about uh, Roma things, and uh, we kind of have uh, almost no filter. Uh, we also have slight ADHD. So let's get going. Uh, Roma just beat uh, Real Sociedad two 0 Uh Pretty. What do you mean pretty just? That was game. Old day. That's old news. Oh. Really? Yeah, that Did was like Wait, Thursday. What are you talking about? Has Thursday. Roma played since then? Then why are we doing this podcast? Um, I don't know. Why do we do the podcast? <laughs> to talk about players that betray Roma. Oh. I'm just kidding, of course. Um, so Roma just played against Sassuolo, lost three four in a very interesting match that people are convinced we would have won. Uh, Maras Kumbula betrayed Roma by. Uh, by having emotions, by reacting to a provocation. And uh, much like Rick Karsdorp, he is free to seek a new club this winter. Except winter just finished, so... This next winter. <laughs> Exclu- we sell traders exclusively in winter. Um, but yeah. like Rick Karsdorp, he just needs to sit the fuck down and uh, and wait a couple of months until his manager er, agent makes... Uh, some 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 drama and uh then he just stays as a defender. Um so is my memory wrong or was Kumpula actually a very useful like not a great but useful defender when he first joined us? It was pretty tight. Like he was raw. Yeah. Um, we thought we could give him a little bit more polish, but so much for that because it seems like he's been riding the bench recently. Yeah, seems like he hasn't been uh, uh, up to our level. So, what happened? Roma went down 2-0 very quickly, and uh, within 18 minutes of the game, all of Roma fans' optimism that we're about to turn the season around, that we're going to do it, that we are amazing, that we've finally broken the code, has dispersed. And, um, and yeah, uh, that was it. That's basically 18 minutes of Sassuolo just kind of I don't want to say it's stomping us, but Roma attacked for five minutes, missed one shot, one them, and then um, Sassuolo scored two goals and two opportunities. And that was pretty much it. And then Kumbula was fun. So, okay, uh, I'm pretty sure that you're going to say that Kumbula is an idiot and that, like, t- t- tell me how you saw it, because I have a different version than most Roma fans, so I'll get to it later. Tell me how you saw it. Well, the way I saw it originally, I was like, Kumbula's an idiot. But then the way I saw it afterwards was I was like, 
Uh, Berardi kind of sack tapped him, so uh, Kumbula sack tapped him back. And I feel like at least like Kumbula should have been sent off because, like, yeah, that can be interpreted as violent conduct. But mm-hmm. Berardi should have at least got a yellow and no penalty given because he tapped him twice. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a double red. I think that's uh, both. But like, you can't retaliate if if a referee allows retaliation, you just lose the match immediately. Uh, you also can't provoke. There is no nut shots allowed, no crotch shots. You're just even if it's an accident, you just don't do that. Tell that to um, Trey Young. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I I feel I feel the referee. Um, like the only excuse he has is that he didn't like that he thought there was nothing there that it wasn't intentional. It didn't look intentional, but like if you think about it, who falls with their legs flailing upwards? Like you're on the ground rolling, and your legs your legs are, are are going upwards right into somebody's crotch. It's it's not a coincidence, right? Yeah, especially with sorry professional football player. They're like trained to do like stuff that normal people wouldn't do. You're They're gonna you're gonna yeah. try and sell fouls. Like yeah. you you see people selling fouls in rec league or su- or a Sunday league game. No, nope. <laughs> well, they're just playing the game. I'm 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 really glad you you mentioned selling fouls. Um, so most of the fans feel like Kumbula just betrayed Roma and that without Kumbula, we never would have lost this. Uh, I don't blame Kumbula for either of the first two goals that we conceded. They're kind of... I, I didn't watch the replay too many times to be like, mm-hmm, this player was seven millimeters out of position. I don't know yet. I just saw a lot of defensive breakdown and inability to stop anybody. Um, but... The one that stood out to <sighs> me the most, I think, I think it was the fourth goal. I'm watching, and they they poke the ball Kumbula through. Kumbula wasn't and... Kumbula wasn't there for the first. No, goal. no, just, no, no, just... <laughs> no. Just like in ge- just in general, like the one that like was like so egregious to me. I'm like, why did we give this up? They poke the ball through, and then the Sassuolo attacker is about to shoot. Abanez is just standing there, staring, not even moving. He's like, oh, he has the ball now. That's cool. Goal. And I'm like, what the f- are you doing? Oh. Get in his way! You're watching the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, at that point, I got up, went to the store, got me some gelato. Never had gelato before. Kind of disappointed. <laughs> went to the cut. Where would ended up like buying like three boxes of cannoli. Two and a half of them are gone. Should have bought Ben and Jerry's. I don't like Ben and Jerry's. I like gelato. You just said it's you're disappointed. Yeah, but I like being disappointed. I follow Roma. <laughs> All right, uh, that was that, I should have. I, I set you up, Jesus, unintentional. All right, so um, it's like that LeBron James, Dwayne Wade alley oop. <laughs> he wanted to throw it to himself, but then LeBron took. So I'm gonna go on a tangent here. I'm gonna go on a small rant. Uh, I need to preface this by saying I'm not against any players and I'm not against any coaches. I may display some vitriol or some negative emotions towards somebody but i generally don't mean anyone harm i don't want i don't think anyone's a moron uh in football in in professional football they all know way more than you or i do or anybody else who's not in it because you know otherwise they would be there um i don't want jose i i don't think jose should coach i think jose is just bad for us we're not in a position where we need jose Mourinho. um maybe not even for this league i don't know it's Italian Serie A is no longer just Catenaccio. It's 
not even bottom feeder teams are <laughs> bunkering up. Like, it's no longer a case. Um, so Roma beat Juventus 1-0 uh, after we scored. Mancini was the hero of the game because he drew a red card on, on Moise Can and um, basically Can just kicked him. Mancini took like one second to realize it and then fell on the floor, flew into the stands basically. Failed to reach them, but he still tried on a on a on a on a kick that nobody would really fall from. He kind of rolled around in pain and then stood up and then uh when 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 Ken was gone, he was like, Yeah, cool, red card, play on. He didn't even need medical treatment. Um, I think our players are really bad at drawing fouls, at incorporating modern game into their own game. Um, you need to fall down the moment to recognize a slight touch, and none of our players do it. Zaniola tried, but he was kind of too obvious because he would just run straight into people and then fall. Like, yeah, sure, they would trip him, but like, dude, you fall every single time you have the ball. Nobody's going to give you a foul. Um, other than that, Kumbula has no right to stay on his legs the moment Berardi touches him, let alone kicks him in the groin. Fall down, dude. Fall down. What are you waiting for? Just fall down. But it's a systemic issue. Again, uh, Smalling doesn't do it, Ibanez doesn't do it, none of our defenders do it, Cristante doesn't do it, Pellegrini does, but... You gonna keep always... him in the roster or what? Sorry? You gonna keep him in the roster or what? No, you're I... like You're I'm like 20% saying, of the way everyone... there, keep going. Everyone who plays defense on our team just doesn't doesn't know how to fall. Like Pellegrini falls down to the ground on the slightest of touches or like not even existing touches and medical team comes in, they magic spray him for nothing, freeze his brittle bones. Um I don't know. Uh, our team does not know how to how to extract fouls and how to fall to the ground to simulate. Everyone else does it. Like we, we just saw Sassuolo do it so many times. We saw Real Betis do it. We see everybody who wears white and green do it, including Ludogorets. We see every single team in Italy. Like it's 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 a part of the game, and we our players don't know it. They don't understand how to do this. Um, as evidenced most recently by Mancini, who literally took one second to recognize he was kicked and that he should fall to the ground. There is zero instinct, there is zero training in that. Um, again, I'm not saying Jose Mourinho is a bad coach, but that is something you need to teach your players. You need to fall on the ground. Second thing, Kumbula retaliated. Um, people see that as idiotic move. It is, but... It's a dick move. I mean, he slightly kicked him. Uh, Berardi, the moment he felt the the kick, he flew. He threw himself across our, our Yeah, Berardi uh, sold it really hard, but Kambula should have sold it in his yes. section and not retaliated. Yes. yes. And my 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 point of view is that Kumbula, um all of our players draw characteristics from their coach, and it's not just limited to our team, it's limited to... I mean, it's universal. All of the players basically kind of... You can see a coach's personality reflect on the team's performance and the team's attitude. Um, it's no coincidence that this is the season where our players complain the, by far the most. And this is something that I absolutely blame the coach and the entire coaching staff, where... They never take responsibility for what happened. They always blame the referees. It's always us against the world. It's, I hate that mentality so much. I hate the mentality of something bad happened to us. We must attack the referee. It's all against us. And they create this chaos. And I'm not saying they do it intentionally. I'm saying 
that all of our players feel it's us against the world. Nobody ever says, put your head down, keep working. Yeah, referee is shit. He is, it's always going to be shit. It's always going to be every single week we play, referee is going to be against us. Put your head down, work around it. Because we don't have that. Our players get extremely frustrated. They get extremely angry uh, because the game is going against them. Everything is going against them. Anger is nothing but um, a combination of ineptitude and lack of knowledge. That is all there is to it. And if you had the knowledge how to go around it, how to play around it, you would be able to do it. We have no business losing to Sassuolo, whose most valuable player, player is Pinamonti. And then there is 30 feet of, of, of crap. And then there is uh, Fratesi. And then there is everyone else. We have no business losing. And we were down 2-0 before the red card. So yeah, I don't like our team's approach, I don't like our team's attitude, and I don't like the fact that we have no idea how to play the game except blame the referee and get fired up and play on emotions. That is not a that is not a winning football. That is not a winning mentality, that is a losing mentality. Winning well, mentality is sorry, I'm just I'll, I'll just conclude with this. Winning mentality is what Napoli does, who maybe they complain to the referee, I, it, it doesn't matter. You don't notice it in their game because they take the ball and they try to score. And if they fail, they take the ball and they try to score again. And then if they do score, they try to score again. And that is all they do. They, they try to score and it's reflected because that's how Spalletti has always been. I'm not here to praise Spalletti. I'm just saying that's how he's always been. We know him. We know that Spalletti is disappointed and has that eyes. He has those eyes of, of the most disappoint, disappointed father on the planet when you're 3-0 up because you screwed up. That is Spalletti. He wants you to win and he wants you to be perfect at all times and to execute what he told you. That is a winning mentality. Losing mentality is complaining and always complaining. Rant over. Sorry. <laughs> no, keep going. That was good. Give me time to eat my gelato. <laughs> um, there is a reason simply why all of our players surround the referee. They all yell at him. Everyone's getting red cards. We are getting new. We're hiring new coaches so that we have people to get red cards on our bench. Like, I I don't know who got a red card tonight. It was was it a physio? Who was that guy who got the red card? I've never seen that person in my life. Yeah, that was if that was a physio. <laughs> the um. <laughs> See, Can the referee thing... send a, a doctor home that like sorry if you if you if you get injured you cannot be treated because the physio got a red card. Well he diagnosed the referee with brain dead, so <laughs> right. like you need some help. Alright, red for you. I, he's the physio's like, here's my bill. Seek help But, <laughs> but yeah, no the thing about going after the referees and criticizing the referees in the press all you're doing is you're inviting the referees to look at you with more scrutiny. If you call somebody out, they're going to come after you. Totally. Like, look at uh, look at the NBA and uh, Fred Van Vliet. He just called out the refs, and the refs have been going at him pretty hard. I mean, Marco Smart said he basically supports... He didn't even say he supports him, and the referees were, like, clearly targeting him. He did nothing wrong. He he barely touched Trey Young. He totally did not throw him on the ground, and the referee is just ejected. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's that's my point. Is that if you go after the referees, the referees will come after you, and they have the authority to do so. The only reason that Mourinho, he, in my opinion, he shouldn't have had his suspension, but that referee is suspended indefinitely because he pretty much told. 
Mourinho, look how they're cheering, taking the piss out of you. Go home. And Something along the lines of, like, you're a clown and everyone's taking yeah. the piss out of you. Yeah, sure, it's right? like, you're, you're supposed to be professional. You're not... You're not yes. getting paid to take out your own, you know, personal opinion against the coach. Everybody should be professional about the whole thing. Yes. And you're as a coach, you're not supposed to bite on that. Like, I'm the last person who should be saying this because if somebody insults me, I, I have that small dick energy that I'm Serbian. We all have small dick energy. Somebody insults me, I'm gonna insult them the entire like week. I'm just gonna attack that person relentlessly because they just dare to say my opinion was stupid. As a coach, you can't do that. You cannot do it. Somebody calls you a clown. You just say okay, thank you, and you just stop talking to that person. You, you you don't get into a fight and an argument and 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 threaten to beat them up and go to their locker room. What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, yeah, referee said something to you. Go to the FIA, AIA, whatever the, they're called, AIA, I think, and tell them, hey, listen to the tapes, and that's it. The referee is gone. I I don't know. That's just I I hate the behavior. I hate that our team is just a bunch of whiny. Female dogs. Um, bitches. So, you can say bitches. You've said worse. I, yeah, but that kind of feels... Eh, okay. So... <laughs> Look, all or nothing, bruh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not not leaning into it. It's just, at some point, I don't like using the B word. Bologna? <laughs> I, I've been saying Tiago Mata. I've been fucking saying. And everyone's like, yeah. we didn't lose to Bologna, oh my god. Well, yeah... Yagamata is a pretty good fucking coach. Alright, so... I don't know. Do you have anything else to add on this topic, or can we just move on to something else? Let's move on, because I'm getting heated and some of my gelato's melting. <laughs> you're, you're irradiating heat. You need to install solar panels, man. In your monitor. Would um, it be like thermal or something? To cut, cut <laughs> all this <laughs> Alright. What do we got? Um, so here's the thing, right? The Roma just squandered the opportunity. They played with the man down. Look, everybody who wants to say that we could have won this if we didn't go man down or we're about to come back, we went down 2 0 for a reason. Um, just because we scored three goals or two more goals being man down does not mean we win this game. Like. <laughs> To swallow relax, they probably didn't care. Like it's it's the same story with like Milan, where um, was it three three or drew or something like that, where they had like a two 0 lead. I for, I forget what it was exactly. Oh, but earlier they, on in the year. Yeah, it was yeah. like two 0 Yeah, it was two 0 and then it was two two in the end because, and I was like, oh dude, we broke. Sorry, uh, we broke Milan. We destroyed them. They didn't know what hit them. They relaxed so hard. They were playing so bad. They gave up at, at 60th minute. They just stopped playing. And then they still scored. And then we scored two more goals. Like, just because we scored two goals does not mean that's, that that we should have won that game. They didn't play. To swallow, when they wanted, they got the ball into our box. and There was no defending it. Nobody was anywhere near any of their players. We had no game plan. Uh, we did not look like a good team. Okay, I, I don't even want to start about that. Let's just cl close the topic of coaching, behavior, red cards, anything to add. Nothing. Except that, except that Kumbula is a traitor, like Arsor. Nothing. The only, the only <laughs> thing, like, to, to close the chapter on today's game, I would um, just say 
you know, props to Zalewski and Wijnaldum for getting their first club goals. Mad respect. Uh, Ginny's finish was divine. Zalewski's finish was uh, intentional. I. <laughs> it was one of the best goals I've ever seen. I just don't think he meant to do it. <laughs> no, he didn't mean to do it. But then did you see the one that it, that the the keeper saved. Like there was some pretty good technique on that one. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dabala, still a god. Too bad. Yeah, uh... and that's that. That's the thing. Like, I'm sorry, but when we got the red card, we were two 0 down, and we created absolutely nothing except one Ginny opportunity in the like what third, second minute of the game. Like, I was making baby food for fuck's sake. I, I didn't even catch it. And then when I sat down, there was just Sassuolo playing. We didn't do anything. We created absolutely nothing. It was just boring, classic Roma football. Just not doing anything. The Swallow scoring, our players raging. Um, we scored a goal that was Spinazzola's fantastic cross to Zalewski and Zalewski, Zalewski or whatever. Um, first shot of the game, I think, for him. Amazing goal, but we didn't create anything except that. And in the second half, it was Dybala's genius play. And then another goal in like 95th minute where basically everyone's tired and dead and who cares? No, when you have a 2-0 lead, 2-goal lead, you don't care about the goal score in 95th minute. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think Roma was ever in a position to win this game. We just got outcoached, outperformed. Uh, Sassuolo played better game with the referee, uh, with football game, football-wise. I don't know. I, I just don't see where Rome exactly wins It's this. easier to play a better football game when your opposition is down 10 men. Two, down two ten 10 men. But even my point stands. If we don't go, don't, don't go down to 10, I think Sassuolo just lock in. Catenaccio, that's it. Yeah, I think it would have been a draw. Maybe. I mean, I wrote it. It's going to be like 3-3. Three, three. Yeah. Speaking of results predictions, I was right. In what way? With the uh, Real Sociedad game. <laughs> you were. You I did. For everybody who's not aware, go back to the last episode that came out. I predicted a 2-0 win for Roma at the Olympico. Again, guess what the result was? Yeah. 2-0. You called it. I said it's going to be like 3-3. Uh, I said it's going to be complete chaos and, and go fast. Um, it was chaos. Was Roma was playing. Yeah, it was chaos, just not uh, not that game. Not, it was, it was pure Marina terrorist ball. Yeah, I mean, I did not feel I did not feel threatened at all by Sociedad. Not for a moment. We, I want to say we played a really good game, but they just played shit. Uh, either way, like you you can you can look really good and make your opponents look really bad, but I don't think Sociedad have any. Uh, any business being here like their team is good they're missing some key players but that's not an excuse they just don't play really well um that's pretty much that's pretty much all i saw about that like we deserve to win there was nothing close i think on thursday we just closed down the shop play completely defensive and kind of you know threaten to attack threaten to control the game let them get frustrated um and that's another thing actually i wanted to add i'm sorry i i i, I want to go back to touch on, on, on mentality of our team 
in these cup, cup games, our team kind of knows how to play really strong. They, they they know... They lack experience, but they know what needs to be done. They're very careful, they're very fired up, they're very emotional, but playing with control. Um, in Serie A, we don't play with control. We just lose it, because our players just expect to be able to stump everyone. And I don't like that, because... Everyone keeps saying this team improved mentality, where they're so mentally stronger. The players keep saying, oh, we're so stronger, we're so mentally stronger, we're more prepared. What are you prepared for? All they're doing is raging at the referee. Like, isn't mental strength supposed to, like, allow you not to get pissed off? Isn't that how that works? Like, mental strength equals tranquility and peace and not getting provoked. I, <laughs> I don't see the mental strength. I really we don't, don't have any. Them. Yeah. We. The only time I've really ever seen mental strength from Roma. Come to think of it, it wasn't even mental strength. It was just insane luck. Was what? I'd, I'd probably. Like, if I had to come up and say, like, there was mental strength, it was probably back in 2021 when they were playing Ajax. Ajax is probably. I would argue that Ajax is on the level of Roma, if not a tier above Roma. And Roma was able to keep them contained in the Europa League. Yes. I haven't seen Roma have mental strength outside of that. Ajax They're was like, kind of a downslope uh, oh. at that point. And they, they, they were still like trying to be good. They were still showing strength. But they were kind of on a downslope, and they really wanted to reach the finals of the Europa League, and they expected to. And then we kind of, you can tell our players respected them a lot, but and they didn't like, they, they didn't take too many risks. I remember those games really well. We didn't yeah, take many risks. The, the one that there's a person on Twitter that I followed, uh, Darasi's armband. Yeah. Or wait, Darasi's tattoo. Um, yeah. he posted something, it was like along the lines of Roma under Mourinho are the inglorious bastards, they're here to take Nazi scalps, and I'm all for it. And then they played Real Batiste, and that was that wonderful red card game. At that point, I was like, Yeah, Roma's playing with heart. And the more I'm looking at it, I'm like, It wasn't a mentality thing, it was just that they were sick and tired of getting dicked around so they just decided to play batista's game and fell for it there wasn't it wasn't a mentality thing they're just loot they were just it was a mental mental gymnastics and other than that it's been like insanely lucky you know roma winning against me oh not winning but drawing milan 2-2 like you said milan just took just eased off the jets they expected Roma to not do anything, and then it came down to the death, and we drew. Against Inter, we weren't expected to win that, and Inter let off the gas. Juventus is too much, uh, too too wishy-washy to, to get a good result. So, you know, that's all. We saw Kamara tonight. He's alive. Yeah, we did see... <laughs> I don't mean to change the topic. I just I don't know. I I'm, I'm drifting to other other things. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of all over the place. And when the game ended, I was like, I want to rant about literally everything because I expected. I I fucking said it. I I don't want to toot my own horn. 
I said we don't play three games in a row consecutively good. We didn't even play against Juventus good. They just, they're shit. It was two immovable objects refusing to move. And we scored. Honestly, Juventus could have scored in that last shot of the game where I forgot who it was, Cancelo or whatever, who broke through. No, Cancelo isn't Bayern. I don't know. A Danilo. That was the guy, I think, who like Quadrado? broke through. No, I don't know. I don't remember. Some zebra broke through into our, into <laughs> the middle of, of of the pitch and got into our box and took a shot from like sixteen yards out, eighteen yards, whatever. And Roy saved it. That if that shot was just a little bit stronger, it goes in. It's one one. Like we did not do anything against Juventus. It's worth celebrating. Like in hindsight, it's like holy shit, we beat Juventus. The curse is over. We're literally the curse. We can finally beat them. Blah blah blah. But. In hindsight, we did nothing. So Sociedad was a good game, and then before that, we had two criminalizers. I expected this. Roma does not play good against bad opponents, and <laughs> I'm still angry. I'm still fucking angry that we lost because I knew this would happen. When it was two 0 I was smiling and I was thinking, "Holy shit, dude, this is kind of fun. Like this game is kind of wild. I wonder if we're gonna if we're gonna mount a counterattack and what's what's gonna happen. I want to see how our players react." And I'm just angry. Because it's the same fucking shit. I've been, we've been watching this whole season long and people are still going, well, we're, it, it's 12 games to go. We're two points out of fourth. Like, I don't care, man. We've been saying this for since October that we're two points out of fourth. You know what's fun? What? Is apparently we are 10 points better this year than we were last year at the same time. Yeah. According to individuals. I forgot to pull up the stats, but we'll just go with their claims that we're 10 points better than we were last year. I mean, that's how bad we were last year, I guess. You want to know the fun part? Yeah. About about that, if you were to take, this is Mourinho's second season, no? Yes, it is. Okay. If you take Mourinho's second season and put up against Fonseca's second season, they're dead equal on points right now. Uh yeah yeah Fonseca yeah Mourinho yeah Mourinho is being touted as the higher quality coach yeah with 120 more million like dude we had Diawara Villar uh, uh Borja Mayoral Carlos Perez starting Mkhitaryan was like a good player yeah he was a fantastic player he was the the, the... <laughs> if I keep talking about Mkhitaryan I'm gonna end up calling Pinto some bad words and I don't want to go there um... we know who to call if we want to get Pinto called bad words. Yeah, I, I said during the <laughs> game, they have a Ferrari and we have a Pinto. That's why we're losing. Our uh, Pinto ran out of gas. Pinto ran out of gas. And even if he had gas, it'd still be a... Want to hear something funny? Sure. I want to talk about Mari Kamara, but yeah, tell me, tell me your funny stuff. West Ham Smith offered to sign former Chelsea manager Jose Mourinho. West Ham? West Ham. Where did you find that? Uh, on one football. As the Portuguese has Roma sitting fourth, so this article is old at the moment, <laughs> and in the round of 16 in the Europa League with the Italian side looking very impressive at times this season. Uh, where'd it go? Mourinho's contract at Roma runs out in 2024, so it won't be too much... Uh, won't be in too much of a rush to make any decisions, but West Ham have submitted an offer 
if they were to relieve Moyes of his duties as manager and they would push for Mourinho? They'd probably fire Moyes, yeah. Moyes? Moyes? Moyes. Moyes. He's Scottish. I don't know how to pronounce Scottish. Oh, you weak cunt! <laughs> Spider-Man! We are... We are... Five points clear of Atalanta. And currently, the Juventus is still playing, but it's three-two, and uh, and they're probably gonna win. So we we are nine points ahead of Juve. I still think they're coming back. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, Roma's gonna fall down to like Europa League. Juventus is gonna come back and claim that spot and kick us to Conference League. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And we're going to be like, oh my god, the game was rigged. It was the refs. No, you dumbass. It's a mentality thing. Yeah, I mean, Juve, even when they lose one game, they're like, who cares? We're Juventus. I don't give a shit. We're going to go play next game and be strong again. We're Juventus. Whereas Roma is, uh, everybody's against us. Like, I've, I saw, I don't mean to be disrespectful, honestly. I don't mean to, like, mock people, but... I saw a comment saying, well, if we win Europa League, we don't need to worry about Champions League. We should put all our eggs into that basket. Motherfucker, we just lost to Cremonese twice in a month, and we just lost to Sassuolo, who, who, who spent most of the season on the 18th fucking place. You really think we're going to go beat you, uh, Manchester United? Really? And Arsenal? Yeah, like, let's, see who's, let's see who's left right now. Sporting, Arsenal, Union Berlin, Union St. Gilois. I don't ask. I don't know. Leverkusen, Fern Vassaros. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Shakhtar. I'm not, I'm not laughing. You're laughing. Shakhtar, <laughs> Feyenoord, United, Batiste, Juve, Fre- Freiburg, Sevilla, and that Turkish team, Fener- Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I actually did better at that one than the other one. Yeah, isn't the Hungarian the, team is Oh, that's hot. What? Hungarian team, yeah. Say it. Ferenc How do uh, you get that out of what? Different Europe's pronunciations, weird. man. Different pron- <laughs> Europe's weird. We have like 50 languages, man. At least. Yes, I know. Dialects. You guys need like freaking auto. You guys just have like Google running. Alexa, translate their shit. Go ahead. You know what's, you know what's weird? Country of 350 million people speaking the same fucking language, man. Not even China has that. Did you know that India has like 500 different languages? Yes. Well, get different languages. We Wait, do. Drive, does that count? We have Spanish and English. Does Jive count as a language? Excuse me. I don't me, know what Jive is. I speak Jive. That's a joke. <laughs> Best one. Um... For legal reasons, that's a joke. We're not. We're not. Okay, Jive Talk, also known as Harlem Jive, or simply Jive, is the argot of jazz jargon. Alright, it's in jargon. Don't, it's, it's fake. Don't worry about it. I never knew what Jive was, except for the movie. Shout out <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. I knew you were ever doing that. We're, we're, we're not winning Europa League. No, we're not. Because, say, <laughs> like right now, it's Arsenal and Sporting are tied. I see Arsenal coming out of that one. The unions, I really don't I don't see anybody coming out of that. Leverkusen, maybe we can get a win. 
We already smoked Feyenoord in the Conference League. We'll smoke them again. Shakhtar seems to get their shit together. United, we're not lo- we're not lose uh, we're not winning against Juve, and definitely we get smoked by Sevilla. Uh, Freiburg won eight and lo- and drew three. I'm sorry, they didn't lose any games at home in the last eleven. So Freiburg, Freiburg lost to Juve. Yes, but they didn't in Germany. They didn't lose um, any games, any of the last eleven games at home. So they are also like I don't, I don't, I don't like to underestimate German teams. I still remember four four with the Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, I can't see, I can't, I can't see Roma making it. Like if we made it out of this leg, the rest of the opponents are just outstanding. You know what's funny? If we had Fonseca right now, I'd be like, yeah, I see, I see us reaching the finals. I see it. I see a possibility of reaching the finals. I don't know. I see it. Yeah, I saw Roma <laughs> reaching the finals in the Coppa Italia this year, and look where that got us. <laughs> I mean, fair. I'm just saying, like, I, I would have been like, okay. I we see had the happening. easiest path in, like, known recent memory, and we blew it to Cremonese. I'm... At this point, anybody's like, oh yeah, I can see us getting to the... No, motherfucker, we can't. We gotta oh, take it one Krim- game at a time. Any given Sunday bullshit. Criminals beat Napoli, how dare you? Well, so did fucking Lazio. Yeah. Oh my Lazio god, gonna, here. we're gonna get smoked by Lazio. Unless we uh, just play with nine defenders and like genius striker and be like, haha, this is our tactics. And a coach playing midfield. Well, our coach is banned, so... <laughs> our physio is banned. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have Marash Kumbula demoted to a physio. <laughs> Would it be like a promotion or something? How is it a promotion to go from earning 3 million a year to earning like 20,000 a year? <laughs> you basically get paid to tell everybody, Yep, you have a pulled hamstring, here's my bill. Oh, you good? You good? Okay, I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna use the magic spray. I'm, okay, lay down. <laughs> Let me there. just look this up on WebMD real fast. Yep, you have cancer, <laughs> but it's a broken leg. Nope, you got cancer. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like how? I want to know who that guy that got the red card was. I'm gonna keep calling him Physio until we figure it out. I'm just, I'm just amazed. Esteban Arcon is his name. He's one. Esteban Arcon. Uh, what is he? Physio. You're shitting me. No. Wait, Esteban what? Arcon. Where the hell did you even find that? Huh? Where did you find that? Why? What's coming up for your search results? Uh, an F1 driver. <laughs> really? Is he After still a year of fighting on the F1 circuit, Esteban Arcon. Oh yeah, he still races for Alpine. What? <laughs> he didn't finish in Bahrain. Goddamn troll. <laughs> um, uh, he's born in 1996 and he's 612. Oh. Oh. I could be a racing driver. Let's, let's pull a hypothetical. <laughs> nah, you need to be... Wait. There he's 6'1". F1 driver? Esteban Ocon is 6'1". Cool. Yeah. Alright, because this is a very popular opinion uh, that I'm seeing everywhere and people are memeing, but not really. They're like half serious. I like to take it as a meme. (laughs) Is this game different if it was Cristante playing? Yes. 
Chris Dante unlocks. I can't even say it with a straight face. Chris Dante <laughs> unlocks so many different possibilities. For them to score. <laughs> For anybody to score. What would be different? Like, I see so many people saying, I miss Chris Dante. We miss Chris Dante. This Look, I, I've hated Chris Dante so long. I mean, hated, quote unquote, of course. I, I just don't think he's very good. But um, people say he's a useful player for Roma. I say he's a useless traffico. He's been playing amazing the last two months. One month. Two months. He has. He's been tackling. I've, like, I, watching the game and I'm like, who is that guy? Oh, it's Cristante. All right. And I have that, like, seven times a game. Amazing. Usually my reaction to seeing Cristante is like, who is that moron that just yeeted the ball into nobody when we had a... Oh, okay, it's Cristante. Who is that guy that everyone just keeps running? Oh, it's Cristante. Okay. It's like props to him. He's been amazing. But what exactly does he change? What, what, what would be different? Like, they just carved through Roma's defense. Uh, I guess like experience, but he's not good at positioning and he's not really good at defending anything. Uh, he's more a guy who pushes pressure and onto opposing midfielders and then they just double do a do, do a small double tap and then they go around him and that's it. Like that's what they did anyway. I don't I don't see what happens. Well, to be fair, we did play the B team today. It seems like all our wonderful, humiliating defeats come when we play the B team. Who played for from the B team? There was like six rotational pieces. All right. Let's see. Wijnaldum. Bove. <laughs> Zaleski. Kambula. Wijnaldum is not a rotational piece. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Pellegrini would be there. not a rotational piece. Zaleski's a rotational piece. What happened is we came out uh, with when in, in a in a three-five-two formation, and with players playing positions they've never played this season, like Wijnaldum midfield and Zalewski. Well, okay, he has played right wing back, uh, but not really his position. Kumbula is for some reason playing right centre back when he's supposed to be either in the middle or on the left. I guess it's because Ibanez is playing left, and we just will have it only that way. But, okay, Bove Kumbula and... I don't know, that's it? Bove and Kumbula are just players who we don't usually play. El Shirawi playing forward, that's weird, but that's his position. I don't know. Yeah, um... I'd say, like, Wijnaldum is, is a rotational piece, because he's still coming back from injury. I mean, like, you can, you can make the argument... He's been there for like three weeks. The injury is over. Yeah, but he's still lost a step. It takes a while to come back because you got that confidence thing. You like feel you're running along all of a sudden. You just feel something like a little in your leg. You're like, oh shit, probably back off a bit. But yeah, I would I would say one of them still a rotational piece. But they said that there was like six. Six changes from the Juventus lineup. It's the same thing of we need to rotate, we're gonna be fine. Like, look, I don't want to focus too much in one game. I said that I don't want to talk about games individually, and here we're talking about this. It's just because this is who we are. This is who Roma is. Just a frustrated team that thinks everyone deserves to just, they, they deserve to win, and everyone's going to just give them the win and just shy away. And we don't have a midfield that does anything useful. We don't have a four front line. 
or forward line attacking whatever you want to call it that plays with any sort of cohesion all of our goals came from miraculous shots and, and incredible like individual plays Dybala's goal was just beautiful Zalewski's goal was <laughs> beautiful in a funny way uh, Genie nobody on our team does what Genie did tonight like incredible both finish composure run vision like nobody on our team knows how to play like that um that's not something off the training ground like if it wasn't then we would be trying like it's a simple thing but we don't ever see wrong players do that that's what i'm saying it's the same thing that's been plaguing this team whole season we don't have a midfield we don't have uh, a striking striking line strikers forwards attackers whatever we don't have cohesion anywhere except defense and then we play the game where we score one goal per game like on average we try to just score only one goal and then close down the shop and then we keep conceding goals. Everyone's like, oh, we're fourth in, go in clean sheets this season. Sure. But we need to be first in clean sheets this season if we want to just score one goal on, on, on a miracle. And that's it. I don't know. I, Whatever. Um, if you could fix one thing, what would you fix? Would you try to fix the attack, the defense, or the midfield? <sighs> I don't think defense needs fixing. I think defense needs less defenders. I think midfield needs to be productive and like we don't need to play with any any strikers. We can take Tammy out. <laughs> Sorry, that's my kid making sounds. Uh, I don't care if we have nobody in attack. If you put Lorenzo Pellegrini, Brian Cristante, Gini Wijnaldum, El Sharawi, Zalewski, and Spinazzola, they you don't need Tammy Abraham in this in this situation. You, you don't need Pelotti. You don't need. Uh, you, I don't know. Try saying that with Holland. a straight face, Chris. I'm just saying you don't need anybody in the in, in forward because our midfield has enough like firepower. They know how to score goals. Most of our goals, most of our threat comes from set pieces where defenders are our main targets. We don't need forwards. We can play. Jesus, you play a four-six-zero. Get has better commentary than you. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, it doesn't matter. We can play whatever way we want. You need to fix chemistry, and chemistry comes mainly from the midfield because midfielders, midfielders are the ones who help defense, help offense, and also, you know, kind of dictate the play. We don't have so, that. It's a problem with Roma that when we have like. Cristante Matic or any pairing of those two and somebody else, is it that the midfield is not there or is it just that the midfield is slow? Because it feels like Roma's tactic is we're going to sit back, absorb possession, get the ball, and then once we get possession, we're going to boot it upfield to the attack, directly skip over the midfield, and hopefully hit them on the counter. Yeah. Um... That's 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 exactly what we're trying to do, which is kind of sad because why did we bring Jenny Wijnaldum if like you said that he's recovering from injury? He's been doing beautifully his job, and his job is ball retention. He receives the ball, and he doesn't lose it ever. He does not lose the ball. Like there is a video called Jenny Wijnaldum. You cannot dispossess or press Jenny Wijnaldum. He doesn't lose the ball. There is nobody there to help him. He you know, doesn't lose the ball and then he stops and then he looks around, looks around, looks around, turns his head back and he's like, oh, I guess I have to pass it back to defense. 
There's nobody there. The same problem with Zaniolo. Zaniolo would run forward with the ball, look around, nobody's there, and then just put his head down and try to run forward. There's nobody there. The goal he scored for Galatasaray 12 minutes after coming onto pitch, he pushed forward, passed the ball to uh, his teammate, and then his teammate played him on because that the ball drew three people. Suddenly Zaniolo is in a position to score. Beautiful finish, one-on-one -on -one with the goalkeeper. It is what forwards practice from 10 years old. That same very play that we never ran once for Zaniolo. That somebody stands in the middle that he can pass the ball to and then he passes him back to, to Nicolo. Same with Gini, same with Cristante, same with Pellegrini. Pellegrini receives the ball and like surrounded with six people and he's like, I'm going to try to dribble. Boom, dispossessed. That's not the player here. It doesn't matter who you put in our midfield. They're just... They are not instructed to move properly to support each other's, and I'm not like an analyst guy. I just I, I just watch Roma and that's it. And I see that our players are isolated. I don't know why don't, our coaches don't see that. I want to say I respect them, and they probably have an idea why. That is not how anybody successful plays. Real Madrid in Jose Mourinho's time, sure, but even. They would have Benzema dropping deep to help, or Mesutuzil and and Kedira and Ronaldo <laughs> running around and doing whatever the fuck they wanted. We don't have that. I don't know. I think our biggest issue is that our midfield does absolutely nothing. Yeah. So who would you buy, or would you buy anyone? Uh, if I honestly to make it work. If you just got a different coach. I I don't know. I if I said I can't judge Tammy Abraham because he's never put in a good position to score or like a natural position, I can't judge our midfielders either because we saw Pellegrini under Fosenko. He was a vital part of every single offensive possession or attacking possession we had. I keep mixing basketball terms up uh, with football, but we saw him by extension when he started for Jose the first couple of months last season. He was crucial to every single attack. Every single time we had the ball, Pellegrini was there to support it, to push it forward, to play somebody on, to try to score. It was everywhere. And now look at him. He's unnoticeable unless he gets injured and then he's on the ground and everyone's looking at him. <laughs> that is when you notice Pellegrini nowadays. Cristante, I don't know. I don't know what the coaches can teach him. He was a far better player five years ago. Like, that's a wild thing to say. He didn't get long-term injury. He didn't... He wasn't out. He's played, like, the most games, I think, in the last five years for Roma. Out of any player. And here we are. With the Cristante who I'm calling a traffic. I don't know. I, I don't know if there is any midfielder you can just plug in and be like, Hey, you're you're, you're going to be amazing. Just play. Wijnaldum is amazing, but he does nothing with the ball because he has to pass it back. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think? Would you what what would you change? How would you do it differently? Uh, I'd probably bring in. I'd probably bring in a midfielder. A Kante. Yeah, I'd I'd bring I'd bring in somebody and send because I don't feel like Matic is gonna kick around if uh, Mourinho leaves. People are saying Matic is uh, like classy and amazing, and he's been rock solid last couple of months. I agree. He's also like 30, 45 years old, and he's about to 
hang up his cleats. He's <laughs> I don't want him playing for Roma next season, dude. Like he's gonna be so old and and, and slow. Yeah. Spider Man. Let's 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 play a quick game real quick. Sure. Wait, are you the host? I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a comment, and I want you <laughs> to uh, give your opinion on this comment. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me find a good one. I feel like the refereeing has been poor against Roma all season. Yes. Accept it. Move on. No, I don't want to. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, you're 15 years old and your dad is hard on you. You, What's your choice? To run away from home or to just put your hand down and head down and study harder? People are saying Kumbula deserves more playing time, yet we pretty much lost the last Champions League spot just because of his boneheaded decisions in this match. Decisions? Okay, but I have been saying literally all season long to people who know me, and unfortunately that's uh, too many. Just kidding, nobody knows me. I've been saying for a long time, I mean, I, I said in previous episodes that all of our players have regressed under Jose, especially since last season. So it's just another name to the pile of players who have regressed. Like, I can't judge him. I. It's not like, oh, Smalling is amazing. I've been saying Smalling is at fault for us conceding most of our goals because he's always like one, one tiny fraction of a second late to a challenge, to keep someone uh, in front of him, to keep a, an offside line, whatever. Smalling is always just slightly late. Ibanez is all over the place. How can I blame a guy who doesn't play regularly? I don't know. Since when does uh, Ginny play center forward now? Since we need to put pressure on the defense and have someone who's going to receive the ball in uh, front uh, front part, uh, opposing half, and not lose it. Did he actually put pressure on the no onto the defense? No. <laughs> He looked lost and he it looked It felt like he did for like broken. the first 10 minutes. There was that lovely ball over the top to him right at the goalkeeper, unfortunately. And then... He... Sorry? Yeah, there, there was the one right across the top, right at the goalkeeper. And he had a couple other shots. Too bad they didn't go in. I feel like it could have been a different result. But I see, obviously... I see no difference uh, between how Genie played this game being kind of more forward and last game also playing a little forward and how he played for psv <laughs> where he was a defensive mid it, he was his position was exactly the same his role was was exactly the same Except psv or last, psg psv genie yeah he played there 10 years ago before oh. he moved to newcastle for a year and then liverpool for a couple of years um he, I don't know. That's that's what a midfielder is supposed to do. He's supposed to be everywhere. I I kind of saw it as uh, when when who was it Spalletti? I think Spalletti. When he deployed Raja to play instead of DM, play a ten, and uh, just put pressure on the front line, and Raja had no idea what he was doing. Like he was just lost, and everyone was like, "Oh, Jesus, this is sad to watch. What is what has he done to our boy?" But Raja found his spot within like what three games. So I don't know. I feel like a player of Ginny's uh, caliber, Ginny's wine albums, of Ginny's caliber can f carve himself a role, figure out what to do. 
Like Matic is very smart, except he's not Matic's agent. No. Uh, last one. If Karzdorp was labeled a traitor for his behavior against Sassuolo in November, what will be Kambola's label for his against them today? And will we ever see him again on the field for Roma ever again? Uh, hero. Hero standing up for Roma, standing up for his teammates, standing up for himself again. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard my, uh, my son's reaction, but it was blowing raspberry at Kambola. Um... Jose is going to say that he's an absolute hero for, for how he reacted, that he wasn't tolerating Sassuolo's uh, buffoonery and trickery and, and, and dirty play and you know and he just he's just a boy who overreacted emotionally and then he will never play for Roma again. I think uh, your kid is saying something important. <laughs> if Kumbula has million fans, then I'm one of them. If Kumbula has one fan, then I'm that one. If Kumbula has no fans, that means I'm dead. Win or lose, zero cards or ten red cards. Good form or bad form, I will always love and support you, even if the whole world stands against you. Viva Kumbula. Is that what you're saying my kid is saying? Or is that a comment yeah. elsewhere? Quick Raspberry. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it makes sense. Do you think it would have been a really good opportunity this year to do an all or nothing? No. Why not? I can we don't need another distraction in the locker room. Every single episode would start with some amazing emotional, like uplifting music. Is like this is our moment, you know. It's it's sad moment, but also at the same time, it's 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 about to get better. And Jose comes in and gives a speech, and everyone's like, "Whew, I needed to hear this today." And I was like, "Dia, coach, Dia, Mister." Yes. However, perfect. Yeah, it would, it would, but that they it would make great viewing. I I would admit that. However, it's it's just a distraction in the locker room. The the group in the locker room isn't very good at handling external so uh, external forces because they impose the media blackout for the remainder of the season due to protest Mourinho's red card. Yeah. So I don't think that they would um I don't think that they would allow them to come in in the first place. And I don't think that it I don't think it would would have lasted very long. Like we don't even need to fabricate drama. We have our own drama. <laughs> but Do you think do you think if it was Smalling or Wijnaldum that people would be so enraged like they were with Kumbula? Yeah. Uh I think they would be enraged, but the thing about Spalling or Wijnaldum or Matic or one of the veterans in the locker room, they know when to do that and they know when not to do that. Kambula is young and he... I think he needs to like go out on loan or something because he is talented. He just needs to... He needs to become more refined and more polished. Because yeah. that was... Ex that was extremely unprofessional and we just witnessed somebody get sent off last week looking at you moist keen for the same thing so i think i think it wouldn't happen under a smalling or a matic 
Do you think Wijnaldum was bad this this game? No, I wouldn't say he's bad. I would say that he was. He's he's still finding his footing. It's hard coming back from having a broken leg and then coming back into sports. I had a I had a, a broken leg coming back into basketball, and it took me a while to get back adjusted into the game. Yeah. So, I know that it takes a little bit, and there's a lot of mental stuff coming out of you know. There's all there's a whole lot of mental uh, factors at play. You just can't be like, "Yep, hundred percent to go, coach." Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. What's I'm I'm just kind of going through comments on uh, on uh, on on Twitter. Like I. I feel people are just blaming the referee too much. I'm I'm the first person that will watch the NBA and just say, yeah, this referee just completely killed the momentum and people go, well, we were down five anyway. Yeah, but you kind of came down from down 15 and the referee killed your momentum and then you missed two free throws and then a timeout and then timeout and then you bricked two shots and then enemies set, in, set into their defense. And just, you know, give an example. Referees can manipulate the game many ways. I... Referees are bad against us, but if all it takes to to completely throw us um, out of uh, uh, out of the train tracks is one bad call, like what are we doing? That's that, that, we don't have a plan B. Like as a good team, you're supposed to say, okay, this referee is going to be terrible tonight. Let's have a plan B. I don't even know who captain decide tonight. It was just unleashed. Chris Pauling captain on the side tonight. I was going to say, like, I, I, it doesn't matter because there is no difference. There is absolutely no difference. It doesn't matter who the captain is. Like, when we had Rossi and Totti, Totti was a captain, but he wasn't, you know, commanding anyone anything. He would just either go argue with the ref or just walk away. Rossi was the one who would fight the ref, and then he would push everyone away, and then he would yell at the referee. And then he would go talk to the team and then tell, give the team instructions and tell them we're going to do this or this is going to happen or calm down or play harder or focus on this guy or, you know, and don't let your emotions get better of you. We don't have anybody. And that's been the Rossi for like, what, 10, last 10 years he's played with Roma. You don't need to be insanely experienced for that. You just, I don't know. I, I don't like that we just look leaderless. And whenever they interview a Roma player, they're like, oh, we have many leaders. Uh, sure. That's why everyone's just yelling at the referee and nothing else. I don't know. I, I just hate that. I hate this part so much. Is De Rossi uh, up to these days? Probably not watching Roma. He got fired by Spal. S-P-A-L, sorry. And then two days later, there were talks of him being rehired. I don't think that happened. Yeah, I don't think they're coming. They're bringing him back. I think but... Derosa just needs to be on some somebody's team. Somebody's a technical team next season. For example, Thiago Mota's technical team when he takes over at, at Roma. That'd be great. No, stop making Thiago Mota happen. It will never <laughs> happen. I'm already pissed off at you with all your other analysis. When all when of that coming true, Jonathan David scoring three fucking goals, and I'm just watching it. I'm like, ah, oh, there it goes. Yeah, there it becomes... goes the price. There it goes the fucking price. Did he become Lille's all-time top goal scorer? 
He did. He did. You linked me that. Yeah, I will find it. And it was. But, like, yeah, I hate you being right. Speech. So just stop being right, okay? <laughs> I don't Shut want to your be right. mouth. I don't want to be right. Next up, you'll see the twenty-year-old kid from Reim. 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 Uh, 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 what is his name? Dumpia. You'll see him being sold to United for like 15 million, and he's gonna be another Bruno. I can't believe we didn't buy Bruno Fernandes for Sporting was like, please take him for 25 million. And we're like, mm, no, no. And then he goes to United the next year for like, what, 50, 60 million? Yeah. Ah, he's Canadian. Yeah, okay, then, then, then we don't like him. We don't care about Canadians What's... on this podcast. We have a half Canadian. We somewhat like him half the time. Wasn't the referee also half Canadian? His name was Michael. Thought Michael's like a real popular name down there in Italy. Literally, <laughs> didn't somebody make a chapel ceiling named Michael? Michelangelo? That dude. Yeah, one of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Michelangelo. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't. I don't think. I don't think this. I, I kept raging at the, at the commentator because it's kind of. I hate English commentators, like English-speaking commentators for Serie. They're always wrong about stuff. What do you want for free? Topics, and <laughs> I, I pay for my feed, and uh, and I I kept hearing Michael Fabri or or what was the. Michael yeah, Fabri. I was that like, was... what the hell is happening? Why is he calling him Michael? It's Michele. And then I'm looking up, no, it's Michael. Yeah. Uh... Michael Fabri, comedian, licensed real estate broker, and, and, and a referee. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Anything else to add? Roma plays Sociedad, whatever. And I play Lazio. Woo. And um, they play Thursday at Sociedad, and then they play "quote unquote" away to Lazio on Sunday, next Sunday. Do you want to put a quote on uh, how many um, people are gonna be stabbed for the derby? Yeah, eight. Hmm. I'm gonna say less than three. You gotta keep up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. For any predictions for any predictions for the scoreline for either of those games, so we can come back and gloat at how bad we are. Sociedad nil nil. Lazio add five. No fucking idea. I don't even care. I've given up on just hoping for anything. Uh, it, it it hurts less. Uh, and I'm still pissed off and I don't even care what happens. To me, it's all fun. It's just, I like to absorb it and watch it in its entertainment value because, you know, it's fun to see what happens. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we draw with Lazio 1-1. I feel like Sociedad uh, wins 2-0 and it goes to penalties. And then Roma wins on penalties 5-4. Really? Yeah. You think they're they're like they didn't show what they got or Yeah, I think they were I think like obviously they were playing for a result, but playing at home always has advantages. It was it was really nice after the game they went and applauded their their um 
there are crowds and they stay there for like 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, it was really, really, really cool. I like to see that. But Derby uh, result 3 0 Lazio. <laughs> and I'm the pessimist. <laughs> yeah. I just so don't you think, think you think we Roma will come back. Uh, I, I think we I think we barely survive against Sociedad and then we lose in I think we lose in the Serie A. I think Mourinho is trying to put all his eggs into Europa League. I hope so. I hope that we lose everything. I hope we finish uh, 17th and not get relegated, but um, basically get relegated. I'm just kidding, man. I, I don't know. I think we're going to go through in in, uh, in the Conference League. I don't know who we played next. Maybe Arsenal or something. Or it's yet to be drawn. But I don't feel our story is over yet. I don't think that we will... I, mean, I don't know about Champions League qualifying. I don't know if we finish top four. Because nobody wants to be in top four, it seems. Every week there is teams screwing up. We've come to the point of the year. This has happened for like the past couple of years that I've been watching Roma. But we've reached that point in the second half of the season where Champions League qualification is lava. And nobody wants yes. it. Yeah. So... Inter 50, Lazio 49, Milan 47, Roma 47, Atalanta 42. To keep that five-point cushion uh, against Atalanta. They have drawn once and lost three games in the last four. four. Like, who's, who's Milan play next? Salernitana. <laughs> Who are 16th, no longer getting relegated. Yeah, uh... Yeah, we're going to have to enjoy that Europa League spot for a while, I guess. Because <laughs> we're going to, like I said, we're going to lose to Lazio. On one hand, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up the, with this. Uh, on one hand, I want Roma to get into the Champions League because it's going to be really healthy for us. We need the influx of money. And I feel like that also helps bring in more sponsors, such as... I think that would help with like Toyota sponsorship, for example. Uh, because Toyota would definitely want that. I think if we don't get into Champions League, we don't get Toyota. Because why would you have some money and then some more money later? You want to go for a splash. You want to get, like, sorry, uh, Adidas, Toyota, Champions League, everything in one season. And I think it's really good. At the same time, I think we don't deserve it. I think we're far from, from deserving that. And I think our players are trying to deserve it. They deserve more than what, what they're getting right now. But uh, from this club. But I think our management, our owners and our coach all need to learn that we do not deserve Champions League. This is not Champions League football. This is Karabakh would, would, would stump us. Um oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't know if, if we're gonna qualify. I've been saying this since the episode one we've had. I, I, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I think most teams can pick up the pace and play better when they need to. But uh, I don't think Roma can. I don't think we're capable of that. And that's unfortunate and very, very fucking sad because we're getting on ground zero. I don't want to be on ground zero. Yeah. Ground zero sucks. Rebuild. No, we're not rebuilding. We're going to trust the process. Yeah, we, we can't sell anyone because we're all, sh all our players are banned. So, anything to add except Tiago Motto. I'm all at gelato and I'm sad. <laughs> all right. Good night, folks. And uh, follow us on 
Roma happens on Twitter, and we don't have anything else yet except screaming except children. Apple Podcasts and screaming children. He's hungry. I gotta go feed the baby. And um, have fun. Thank you for being Roma fans, and I hope you don't listen to us. This is a a podcast that's that's that's. I don't think Roma is worth this podcast. Let's let's, let's just say that we're not worth Roma. <laughs> no, Roma is not worth us. Fuck that. All right. Um, thank you for joining me. See you soon. Bye. So I amplify my international worth. See at times, I'm on be running like a brother gunning craze. On me for tease. Every day, hunting justice like a girl for AIDS. Swing a spade, rhyme craze. I move strategic lyrics blaze whenever heated on point. Inflaming MC like joints and man of action. Reactions like a back end. Stay to my